All right, well, welcome back into the program. We have had an ongoing discussion uh, whenever I'm sitting in this chair about social media. Does it do more harm than good? I was reading a really fascinating little blurb yesterday, and we were lucky enough to get an expert on the line. Really, it has to do with Gen Z workers, you know, those kind of 18 to, to maybe late 20s workers that are getting a tremendous amount of their career advice and, and what's shaping them in terms of a corporate atmosphere going into the, to the workplace from things like TikTok. And it's really interesting, the statistics, some of the, some of the little buzzwords and hashtags that are being used. So we were able to get Dr. Jessica Kriegel on the phone with us. She is the chief scientist of workplace culture at Culture Partners. She's phenomenal online, does a lot of kind of leading by design things and appearances for folks that really want to turn their companies around and help with the culture. Jessica, thanks for joining the program. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So what's the, what's the Cliff Notes version of this particular story when it comes to TikTok and Gen Z employees? Well, there's a series of terms that have gone viral that people are picking up upon. So, for example, corporate flirting, being Delulu, these are terms that Gen Zers are latching onto, and they're learning how to navigate the corporate environment based on these TikToks and these labels that are getting created. And I think people in business are confused. They're wondering what these terms mean, what the impact is going to be on their culture and on the results that they're trying to achieve at work. Yeah. Okay. So what is corporate flirting? Let's start there. Yeah. Well, corporate flirting sounds like a walking HR violation in the making. It actually has nothing to do with romance or even flirting. There's a big disclaimer about please don't flirt at work. That's not what we mean. It's really just about being nice, genuine, having conversation at an authentic level with your colleagues so that you can create a connection. I mean, it's just being a good person, but now it's got this hashtag and a label, so it's somehow new, exciting, and has gone viral. It's, it's really just about being nice. Okay, that's interesting. And this is a large percentage of of young men and women in this arena that are, are looking at things like TikTok, maybe not exclusively TikTok, but aren't we talking that the two thirds or more are kind of regularly looking at these things as uh, pieces of advice? Yeah. And I think one of the problems with social media is that when it, when it started, it was about sharing information about your life, photos with your friends and family in the community. And then at one point they added the like feature. And as soon as it was about getting likes, social media turned into a, a, a grab for your attention, creating sensational videos that you will like. And it became about branding and growing your awareness in the world, getting people to know who you are and validate who you are. And so it's become a lot less authentic than it originally was. And that's where you're seeing these things like we're sensationalizing being nice by giving it a label and calling it corporate flirting because someone is trying to get your attention. And the fragmentation of our attention is, I think, exactly what's going wrong in the world right now. So, Jessica, in watching these videos as a person with a very distinct and deep, deep expertise in what is effective in the workplace in terms of moving your way up the ladder and what is not, as you watch some of these videos, do you find them effective or do you often roll your eyes and say, geez, that person has no business giving advice? I, you know, it's, I don't know what effective would look like, what they're trying to accomplish. What I see when I see these videos is people trying to make sense of the world in a world that doesn't make sense. And I'm also seeing a difference in perception versus reality. So if you look at, for example, the data on unemployment, the economy, job creation looks solid, things are fine, but people's perception of the economy is absolutely terrible because people are putting these 
loud TikToks about the price of McDonald's and things are looking really dire out there if you look at TikTok versus if you look at the data. And so the disconnect between perception and reality causes a lot of strife, conflict, and is a, a big headache for leaders of businesses who are just trying to keep the lights on. Yeah, and with and there's a, certainly a percentage of in their this report particularly a, a sizable percentage of employees are saying that something that they have posted or something that may they may have used and seen on TikTok has kind of gotten them in trouble in the workplace. What would be an example of that? Oh, there was a massive trend a few months back ago called quit talking, which is people quitting their jobs on video, posting it on TikTok and sensationalizing the moment. So they call in and have their boss on speakerphone as they quit live on the phone. And what they're doing is they're making a statement about what they feel are unfair business practices or how toxic the environment was. But the unfortunate circumstances that then that video is online future employers are seeing the way that they've behaved and there's a major disconnect in what is quote unquote appropriate definitely different generations are seeing each other as being different which is part of this bias and strife that's getting created and so i mean that's a classic example older generation people are looking at that and saying that's totally unacceptable and younger generation people are saying no no, no that's totally normal Right. That, that's true. And that it's such an alarming thing when you look at what's been available now for at least the last decade. And that's, I guess, the next question is, is there a convenience factor to things like TikTok that tend to be these very short, you know, what, 15, 30, 60 second spots versus something like on a YouTube where there's a tremendous amount of media from business coaches and, and career advisors that have really old school, solid advice and longer form conversations. Is TikTok just taking this much of that space up because it's quick and easy and you're just swiping through your phone while you're waiting in line or something anyway? Well, it, the the amount of time that a TikTok video lasts versus a YouTube video lasts may be different, but the quality of the content, I mean, there's really terrible videos on YouTube just as much as there is on TikTok. What I'm seeing is a fragmentation of our consciousness where people are it's like they're moving from video to video to video, and they're unable to focus their attention on one thing. And it's not just TikTok that's grabbing our time. It's our Slack notifications, the text messages, phone calls, Zoom calls, email. We have so much coming at us all the time that very few of us in the workplace are actually doing the deep work of going into the material or the content that we're working with. It's very surface level attention spans right now. And, and that's something we're all struggling with. Even if you're not on TikTok, it's something that given the nature of digital communications now, everyone is challenged with. So, okay. So if I was 24 years old and I got my first job post-college at a, at a corporation somewhere and it was an entry-level position and I came to you for advice over a coffee, what would you tell me to use as, as terms of resources that I could find that would be, you know, attainable and kind of at my fingertips that would be, give me the best guidance? That's a great question. I mean, I'm a huge fan of books, whether you read them online or whether you read them on a piece of paper. What I will say is there's a very simple model that is a, a guide for how you can think and act in the workplace. That's what we define culture as, the way people think and act to get results. And it is that we all create experiences for each other, which shape each other's beliefs. And that's what gets people to take action and ultimately will achieve a result. So I get really intentional about the experiences I create for people, my colleagues, my boss, my peers, 
in the workplace because I want them to hold a belief that I'm in this with them, I'm committed to the purpose of the organization, and that's going to direct people's action and therefore get a result. So stay focused on the experiences you create is the number one piece of advice I could give to anyone in the workplace. Okay. And so finally, that's, that's really smart. As I, you know, look in my experience in my late forties now, having built some companies, I've noticed that there's solidly two camps of people. There's often the giver types, and then there's very much the taker types. And the younger we've gone down this spectrum, I notice more of that kind of taker trend. Do you think that if you were to assign a score to it, things like this, things like the TikTok influence social media wise, is adding to the taker column or the giver column? Is it is teaching them how to corporately flirt, potentially giving to that environment culturally, or is it potentially creating some entitlement problems? It's interesting. The corporate flirting is all about being a giver, not a taker. That particular term is what that means about. I think there's a larger issue here, which is that we are living in more and more fear because of what we're being exposed to on social media and the sensationalizing of ideas. And so that fear is what leads to a taker mentality. You have to be in a certain amount of faith and abundance thinking in order to be a giver. And so the fear is really at the root of what's creating more of that taker mentality. I'm not sure if it's a generational issue or if it's just a, a what's what's happening in our modern day and age issue. Yeah, fascinating question. Jessica Kriegel, Dr. Jessica Kriegel joining us. Thanks again, Jessica. That's really fascinating stuff. I wish I had you around when I was coming up the ladder, but uh, better late than never. So thanks again for joining. We'll be back in just a few minutes with all your comments and talk. 800-859-0957.